Hello, product innovators. Today we learn how to sell and scale a new hardware product on Amazon from an emerging product company selling over $30 million per year on the platform. This is the Product Startup Podcast, a show to learn from top leaders in hardware product development, prototyping, manufacturing, product selling, and everything in between. Hosted by Kevin Mako, the leading expert on product development for hardware startups. Welcome back, everyone. Today, I'm very excited to introduce Tim Angel to the show. Tim is the founder of Zugu, an Amazon e-commerce iPad case that sold millions of units online and continues to grow. They have been perfecting the craft of direct-to-consumer selling on Amazon over the past 13 years, achieving over $30 million in sales per year. Today, Tim is going to share some valuable knowledge for inventors, startups, and small manufacturers on the power of Amazon, how to get started in selling a new consumer product on Amazon, and best practices for growing sales quickly and effectively soon after launch. Now, on to the episode. This show is produced by Maco Design, the original firm providing end-to-end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at macodesign.com. Now, on to the episode. Hey, Tim, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going, man? Thanks for having me on. Well, really appreciated uh, you joining on the call today. Excited to talk to you about how to sell products on Amazon and how to do it well how to really build a business. Now, you've sold millions of units of product, 30 million plus in revenue a year across Amazon, across the platform, multiple different product lines now. And we want to extract those nuggets of knowledge from what got you from an early stage business to a big success story with Zugu and how to do it as an emerging hardware startups. We've got a lot of listeners on the show that have amazing new inventions and products. Amazon is obviously top of mind for many of them in terms of not only getting onto the market, but scaling and building a business. What better person today than you to talk about it, talking about your journey with it through Zugu. Before we get into all of that, just give us a bit of a backstory of how you became the big success story that you are today. Well, it all started back in 2010 when I lost my job. I was always interested in inventing products and I felt like I had been waiting to start my my own company my whole life. And so when I got the opportunity, I just went all in. So I'm just going to go 100% in and burn the boats to where there's no option for failure. And I just kept, when things didn't work, try something else. That didn't work, try something else, try something else. And the only way you can fail is if you don't try anything else, if you just give up. So eventually, you know, I I got my product selling decently well and a storm hit and, and I was selling on the website and, you know, things were going bad. So I had to pivot and sell direct to customers. So that's when I really went on to Amazon and learn that system and kind of, you know, really was able to um, capitalize on it. Oh, that's amazing. What what a story that you continue to add products to the portfolio and variations of it. And a lot of that comes down to great products in the beginning. But give us uh, the Coles notes of what it actually took you to get onto Amazon and start selling. Because a lot of people look at that as kind of a scary enterprise, especially if you haven't done it before. Obviously, you looking back... You know, it's a simple process in the early phases, especially, let alone, you know, what it takes to scale is a, is a much bigger venture. But just the act of getting onto Amazon, first of all, explain a bit of what Amazon is, why it's valuable to hardware startups, and then how do you actually get your product onto Amazon itself? Then we'll get into the weeds of actually how to succeed through the Amazon platform. Well, I think Amazon is an amazing platform for really giving the best product a really good chance. And I feel like if you're coming up with one product 
it is so difficult to be successful on on your own website with just one product because a lot of times a lot of the brands they have to spend a lot more money to get that customer initially so if it's a product to where somebody buys it once you're going to spend $100 to sell a $50 product and you're not going to make any money on the back end whereas on Amazon you can be successful with one product. You just need to make a really good product and keep improving it. And then you're able to scale it up and the conversion rates are way better, especially when you get up to five-star ratings. So I'd like to talk about those five-star reviews. The quality of a product is so important to any hardware startup. We talk about this all the time on the show. Uh, It's not necessary to have all the bells and whistles on your first version of the project. In fact, it's better to focus on really your core invention, the main value out of your product and then do a really good job at executing on that. And what does that mean? That means designing, engineering, and manufacturing a world-class product that is reliable and fits very much the need that you were looking to address in that invention. So talk a bit about why that is so important, especially on the Amazon platform, especially with the power of reviews. Yeah. I mean, I feel like there's it's so common on Amazon to have products that are four stars or four and a half stars. They're all, a lot of them are very, very cheap. So if you can really focus on making the best product that you possibly can by kind of looking out what is on Amazon already in that niche that you're looking at um, and buy, you know, maybe five to 10 of the products of your competitors, maybe buy a couple of the cheapest ones that are selling the best, maybe a couple of the more expensive ones and maybe a couple of the highest rated, then you can kind of bring all those together, look at them in your hands and see what they did well, what they didn't do well. Look at all those different products, um, reviews and see what people love, see what people are complaining about. And then you take all those things and put them together. You know, all the things that people have an issue with, you try to improve and, you know, come up with a solution for them. So then you put all those things together and you can really make, you know, put your own spin on it. And then you slowly make more and more progress each production run. Each production run, you make more and more progress, just tweak small things and over time, it's going to be a huge improvement. So you want to make sure for your first order that you're trying, that you place the smallest order possible so that you can work out the kinks on future orders. Manufacturing improvement is such a powerful part of the hardware products journey. And it's actually something that doesn't require massive changes or modifications in between production runs, but small tweaks and refinements based on real customer feedback. You basically have two feedback loops. And I love the fact that you mentioned start small with manufacturing. We're a big advocate of if you could do short run manufacturing, start there, get a few units out to customers, give a few units away as well. So you have some people paying some people that you're giving potentially to influencers or decision makers or key stakeholders in the industry to then give you real world feedback in addition to, so that's your market facing feedback, but in addition to your engineering, manufacturing, design feedback. So making sure that you've really tested, tweaked and refined those products so that when you go into the next production run, if you go from short run into your first full scale production run, you're incorporating those small little adjustments that make the product perfect really make it world-class. And then even as you jump from full-scale to large-scale production, you should be considering how you're both costing down. So at that point, you've got economies of scale, you've got volume, but you've also got a tremendous amount of feedback from real users. So you make essentially your final round of modifications and tweaks 
so that as you're starting to scale through Amazon, you make sure that you're hitting both product market fit and engineering quality, meaning the product's like robust and reliable. And if you think about that as a progression, then that allows you to essentially somewhat miss the mark potentially on your first run, but have the comfort in knowing that don't worry, you'll tweak and refine it to get it in the place it needs to be while having only, like you mentioned, produced a small amount of units so that you can test the market, test the engineering, test the manufacturing, then really start to scale and grow by hitting those five-star reviews. I love also how you mentioned looking at potential competitors. Even if you've made a completely innovative product, which you don't have any direct competitors, then you should be looking at the other buying options. What else can somebody buy that's maybe an alternative to your product or what they're currently using in replacement of your product and figure out what people like and dislike? Well, what a great source of information than the public reviews that are out there, people telling you exactly why they're either giving it demerit points or why they're giving it a five-star review. If you can focus on those things really continually and progressively, which is something I love that you said there, a very powerful part of growing and scaling the brand from your initial version of the product in terms of, and then scaling that product bigger and bigger over time. Yeah. And I think also an important, important thing is on Amazon, if you're competing on price, there is a ton of competition. But if you're if you're not competing on price and you're going for a high quality product, there's very little competition. So I think that's a really important area to focus on. You know, make a high quality product, post your story about, you know, your American company or European company or whatever. That gives you priority over the cheap products that are mostly manufactured overseas. Something we always advise is to whatever your invention is, and, and this works for I would say 90 or 95% of the time. If you've come up with some sort of innovation in the world, you should start with the premium version of it. Again, that doesn't mean the right, feature-rich right. version. That means a high quality of the version. First of all, you can always bring your price down. Second of all, you don't yet have economies of scale in manufacturing. So to compete on cost, typically one of the variables is you need to be manufacturing in the tens or hundreds of thousands of units so that you're cost-effective in production. Well, you don't have that luxury as a startup yet, right? And right. you can get there. And no, you can always work your way down through all of the learnings from your higher quality version to make, let's say, a mid-quality version later. And you could even release a different version of your product, a different brand name or a different price point or whatever. There's lots of ways to do it, but you could have a cost down version at a later date to hit a different or you know a, a larger, let's say, mass market appeal than your original premium one. But the best thing you could do with that premium product in the beginning, though, is use that to establish your brand quality, better quality product better brand perception. Yeah, exactly. And you can get people later on, you get more people in the door with that less expensive option. And they'll be like, wow, this company's great. Let me try their, you know, put the money in to buy their uh, more expensive option. So yeah, I think that's, that's great. What else would you suggest um, in terms of best practices just in scaling up sales on Amazon once you start gaining some early traction? Do you like working with some of the ads platforms there, offsite ads to push? What are some of the channels that people can use to get more eyeballs on their product? Um, assuming you know they've done the work to get a great five-star product built, now what can they do to actually scale that on the platform? Well, yeah, first off, it's it's tough at the beginning. I would not do any advertising at the beginning when you don't have any reviews um, because it's just like throwing money away. But, you know, at the beginning, it's it's hard to get reviews. You got to, I basically would give free product away. I would, you know, give it to family and friends, have them post reviews. But now like you don't, you don't even need um, somebody to purchase the product to post a review. So you can just give the product out. And then say, hey, can you leave a review here? 
on the product listing. But yeah, I think that's really important. And you kind of need to get like over a hundred reviews in my opinion, um, before you can kind of push the gas on the um, advertising, but it would mainly be on Amazon where I would uh, focus on the advertising. You got to get the the reviews up to five stars if you can, but you know, you're not always going to be able to get there right at the beginning. So you're just going to have to start out slow with the advertising. Um, you got the sponsored products advertising, and then you got the banners. For me, what I did when I when I did advertising with the banners, it doesn't show the prices of the product. So you don't want people to click on it that are looking for an in- inexpensive product. You know, so like for, for an example, we would put not cheap, but worth every penny. So anybody looking for an inexpensive product is not going to click on it and it's not going to cost me money. It's really about focusing on improving the product and over time you can scale up the advertising. But I would I would seriously focus on doing the learning the advertising system yourself in Amazon. It's not that difficult um, to understand. I, I did it myself every day for years. So I got I got pretty good at it. But um, it's also been a few years now since I've actually done it myself, since I replaced myself there. And the nice thing about what you're saying here too is that you know the key from everything you said is these reviews. You've got to, first of all, build a great product, then get great reviews. The nice thing as a hardware startup is that you have the time and the effort to be able to curate those reviews. Like you said, you can be giving them away and then reaching out to those folks. You could be selling them. You could be selling them at a discount and then spending time. You even as a founder can reach out to every single buyer and make sure that they had a good experience. And if they had a good experience, then simply ask for that review. And that is a powerful way to start getting some of those early reviews, which then it's kind of a snowball effect, as you're saying. As you start to get more reviews, people better validate the product. And all of a sudden, now you've kind of tilted the needle where your return on ad spend becomes valuable because not only do you have a great product and hopefully you're advertising it or at least showcasing it correctly and properly on Amazon using proper formats for photos or renderings or whatever you're doing to make it at least look like a world-class product on the actual listing itself. And then once somebody actually comes and sees that you have a bunch of five-star reviews, in addition to a great product, in addition to great photos and an explanation, then it gets them closer to that buy state. And then the snowball starts churning. The more people that buy, the more Amazon's going to feed it, the more spread it's going to have, and so on. You just continue to make the product better over time. And if you're focusing on all those different variables, it starts to balloon and scale. Do you sell on a bunch of other uh, things as well? Obviously, you sell directly on your website. Are there other platforms that you think are important for startups to consider that are going to an Amazon-style method for selling? I think Walmart's been growing a lot lately, but I mean, Amazon's still the main one. And in my opinion, you know, I, I think it's really good to focus there. And I feel like on Amazon, you're also going to want to make sure that you you have a product that's not too inexpensive. Like if you if you're trying to sell a product that's ten or twenty dollars, I feel like Amazon is very difficult because after shipping and spending money on advertising, there's like there's like nothing left. So for example, our product, our competitors sell for like anywhere from ten dollars to twenty something, and we're at forty to ninety dollars. So that's 4X, the least expensive option. And that gives us the ability to to be able to spend more money than our competitors on advertising. So we can take that real estate from them, you know? So that's really helped us too. I think whoever can spend more on advertising is the one that wins. And good reviews, like I've said 50 times, but... (laughs) 
Yeah, it seems like when you keep coming back around to it, like building a quality product, something that really meets the demand of the customer is is the holy grail for many reasons, not just reviews, but also the ad spend, the price that you're able to charge, the brand recognition. There's many different elements, especially for a hardware startup where the quality of your venture is so important. So I love hearing it from you and um, you know, much appreciated for all your words of wisdom. Uh, talk a bit about uh, what you guys are doing at, at Zugu and how people can buy them. Obviously, they can go to Amazon. <laughs> We've been working on iPad cases for 13 years now, iPad cases and accessories, but for 13 years perfecting the product, you know, and um, we're starting to branch out into other product categories. But yeah, it's been a long road of just trying to improve constantly. Um, we sell on our website, ZuguCase.com. We also sell on Amazon.com and the top 100 Amazon cases for the iPad. There's only four that have five stars and all four of them are us. Right on. So yeah, like I said, the reviews, it's key. It's key. Very powerful stuff. And it's amazing too, that you've done you know, millions of units in sales in a very specific niche vertical. That's the other thing I think it's important for hardware startups to understand. The global marketplace is big. And even though you might be focused on some tiny little fragment of a, of a market, a niche within a niche, let's say, it's still very powerful when you think of the global size of the market. So many people look at a, a new product and say, well, if I pigeonhole it to this particular area of the industry, you know, I'm missing out on this mass market appeal. Or if I make it too high quality, only a handful of people are going to be able to afford it. But you're selling worldwide now and with this platform, which gives you incredible reach. So if you build a great product, even though it's at a higher price point, even just within that bracket of people that can afford it, that bracket is massive. It can create a huge multi-million dollar business. You guys are doing 30 million plus now on really one type of product line, obviously a few verticals within it, but still within a very, very, very tight specific niche within the market overall. And only now are you starting to branch out into other things as you've now hit that critical mass scale infrastructure size that you can grow uh, in that way. Yeah, I think... You know, what really worked for us was focusing on one product because we had one product at the beginning. Then we started to expand to different products, thinking that that was the answer. But really, you know, we got to like 30 products and we decided this is not working. We're doing a bunch of things okay and we're doing nothing great. So we got rid of all the products and focused on our best selling product, put all our time and energy into that, improving it, you know, 100 times as much as we could. And that's when we just took off and it went, things went crazy. That's amazing, Tim. Uh, great to hear the success story there. As always, I'll put the show notes uh, below to Zugu case uh, in the show notes for anyone that wants to click through. Thanks again for all your words of wisdom and uh, much appreciated uh, for you spending time today on the show. All right. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tim. And take care. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Product Startup Podcast. If you found some value in the show, please do us a huge favor and hit the like button and subscribe. If you have any questions, guest suggestions, or anything else, feel free to reach out to us anytime at our email, podcast at macodesign.com. This show is hosted by Kevin Mako, North America's leading expert on product development for hardware startups. And the podcast is produced by Mako Design, the original firm providing end-to-end -end consumer product development services tailored specifically to hardware startups, small manufacturers, and inventors. Take your product from idea to store shelves at MacoDesign.com. That's M-A-K-O design.com. Thanks for joining and see you again soon.